0: no purchase necessary. VGW Group. 're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the five-minute basketball coaching podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey, coaches. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited, excited to join us today in the podcast. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Like, like I've said before, the technology behind this thing i I remember old school when they used to have those long metal racks. The ball would go up into this net and would come down this long metal rack. They, the technology and the ability that Dr. Dish does and all the people that work there and the and the things that they give back to the community is second to none. Mention Coach Unplugged, me, Coach Collins, or anybody, and they'll give you $400 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop. It's got clinics. It's got handouts. It's got uh, breakdowns. It's got on-court things teaching you you know, I'm not, I'm not upselling yet. I'm not, I'm not doing those kind of things. I'm not paying, making you pay for the clinic videos. I'm not making, I'm giving you everything that we got to make you a better basketball coach along with me. Um, someone that's won at the highest level in, in the U S <laughs> um, but nationally ranked, I want to help you become a better basketball coach. And that's why I started teachhoops.com That's why I want to help you win more basketball games. Go over and check it out. And in closing, if you if you like our other podcasts, Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, High School Hoops, Funnel Down, or this one, go leave a five-star review. We really do appreciate that. And let's head off to the podcast.
1: Hey, coaches. Uh, Steve asked me to step in today. He's out fly fishing. So uh, I'm your guest host, Coach Bill Flitter of the Coaching Youth Hoop Podcast and BasketballPracticePlans.com. Today's topic five critical components of a basketball practice plan. All right. So we're always looking for more efficiencies. I know I get overwhelmed doing practice plans. It takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. Um, But I, I stopped, uh, I don't know, about two years ago, maybe I thought about how do I structure practice that's a lot more efficient where it's structured. i make sure I get everything in. And I came up with, uh, five stages. I'm gonna talk about the first four and come back to the fifth one because it's a little bit different. So I organize my practice plans to mirror the four stages in a game. and this has really helped me focus on and put a focus on every particular section of my practice plan and it gives the athletes an understanding of what we're doing and really and how it might apply. Um, to the game so it puts it in context for the players as well all right so the first the four stages so this is the four stages of the game and there's an, there's not any more uh stages in a game you're either you're you're in one of these four stages throughout uh throughout the length of a game so you're either transitioning to defense you're playing defense you're transitioning to offense or you're an offense that's it So how I structure my basketball practice plan is I have drills that I fill in under each of those four segments. Again, transition to defense, defense, transition to offense and offense. So, again, this helps me focus on that particular stage. It builds context into what that stage is all about. It helps me uh, communicate to my players what we're about to do and what the outcome that I'm looking for you said there was five coach what's the fifth one the fifth one i always start off with skill work so the shooting scoring was ball handling uh we get all of that done up front so particular a a, a practice plan might look like this for me 30 to 45 minutes of skill work depending on the time uh, of the season probably that's a little front loaded more towards the beginning of the season um, where the kids are just getting back into uh, into playing after a small break. Uh, then I follow that by the most important thing for me of those four stages, which is defense. So I want to make sure I, I don't want to stick defense at the end, and then all of a sudden I run out of time uh, to cover everything. So defense to me is really important. So I put that right after skill work. So we'll do about 30 minutes of defense and defensive transition uh, work there. Um, so that's the first hour. So skill work and defense and defensive transition for me, that's my first hour. Then the next 10 minutes, I'll come back into offensive transition work. 30 minutes of getting into our offense, and our set plays, our plays, just running our offense, might could be our fast breaks, um, could be special plays that we're working on, anything that maybe is related to the scouting pro- report and related to that offense. And then uh, whatever time is left, we do a scrimmage. Uh, Now, I I do allow time for scrimmaging, but our drills throughout those four stages we just discussed, they all have scrimmages and and small-sided games built in. But the last, whatever time we have, I just, you know, we might start with some special situations where we're starting a scrimmage from a sideline out-of-bounds play or a baseline out-of-bounds play or we'll put constraints on the amount of time that they have to shoot, right? We have a shot clock here in California, so I might put 15 seconds on the clock and get them used to uh, being sped up and creating good decisions within that time. Uh, but there's a, there, one more component that I add to this, so it helps me stay structured, which is uh, each drill under those four stages is either labeled teach train or play now I would do that again to help me organize my practice make sure I'm seeing progression in practice and honestly cut down on uh, my talking time so for example teach this is the phase where it's a brand new drill I'm teaching them how to do it they don't know how to do it so I got to teach the concepts and then there's the training phase this is where they have some basic understanding of what's going on. I give them a little direction at that point and they get right into the drill. Um, or they may do, you know, maybe it's one on O work, one on one work, five on five on O, whatever it might be, but it's short. It's concise. It's really focused on a, a specific action. And then the play play is more where they have a pretty good grasp of what we're trying to accomplish in that particular phase. They've been through the drill several times. Um, now they're putting it into more hardcore practice. Maybe might may go into two and two, three and three, five on five type of stuff. Uh, likely a lot with constraints to make sure it's game like. Now, like I said, these subcategories really help me to stay organized, cut down on my talking time, and then it shows progression from practice to practice, week to week. I hope that tip was helpful. And if you're looking for more, uh, critical uh, practice ideas, uh, what I would suggest is head over to basketballpracticeplans.com. Now, you wouldn't build a house without a good blueprint, right? Well, same thing with practice when it comes to practice planning. So, again, go over to practice plans, basketballpracticeplans.com and sign up on our waiting list and get on that waiting list soon because we're opening the doors and um, those people on the list now will be founding members they'll benefit from some pretty significant discounts up front and all i ask is a little bit of feedback we want to make sure that these practice plans are solid for what you need they follow a good structure They make sense right all right until next time thanks for listening Uh, i hope to see you soon many happy swishes